Hello there, welcome to the Culture of Life podcast from Human Life International. I'm Tad Wojcik, the Mission Research Specialist, and today, for the first time, we have a guest. Um, she's an employee of Human Life International based in our Miami office, Adriana Turdecos, um, and she's here today to talk with us. Um, uh, we've actually interviewed her before, uh, before I was hosting. Um, you can find that video on our YouTube channel. She... Um, and in that video, she described our, our her testimony about uh, having helped counsel multiple women, uh, many, many women, away from abortion. Um, but now we're going to be talking with her about what we can learn from her experiences about what to tell a woman who might be considering an abortion. So this is a very important topic for us to learn how to um, kind of utilize her experience and insights and be able to further promote um, the culture of life in this very important and direct way, kind of training and counseling, essentially. So, Adriana, in your last interview, you described the work you had been doing uh, to help so many women uh, avoid abortion and choose life. Um, maybe you can just uh, summarize that, uh, what you told us in, in the last interview, just kind of briefly, in case some of the audience missed that first uh, interview with you a couple months ago. Thank you, Tess, for being here, for interviewing me. Uh, I'm very pleased to, to be here with you. Um, yes, what I have been done, uh, like the, the last eight years, I have been helping women in the office. We receive calls. And uh, there are calls from like uh, nationwide and uh, out of the country. And what we do is we take the call. They want sometimes to abort. And uh, we try to convince them not to abort. We try to help them um, and like to counsel them like a little, a little counsel because I am not like the, um, like the big counsel of life. It is just mm. the first call, the first touch, and I ask them, like, how old are them, how they feel, uh, what is happening, like, all, all around them, because they come from different situations. Sometimes they are migrants, sometimes, sometimes they are too young, sometimes they have, like, five kids, four or five kids, and they don't want more. So it depends on the on the call, it depends on the day, it depends on all the situations that the woman, and also men, because we counsel men too, men also call us, and uh, but what, what I do is I receive the call, I try to have all the information and try to calm the person like down and try like to find the help they want. So they say, okay, I want to abort, and say, okay, you want to abort. So what is um, what is happening? What what do you want? What do you expect? And I try to to have all the information, and then I take a, I take just few minutes with her, and ask Respect Life or Heartbeat of Miami uh, if they can help me with an ultrasound. Mm. That is the hint. And uh, if uh, Respect Life or a Heartbeat do like uh, have like uh, an, um, a really uh, I need like a, an immediate uh, ultrasound 
it's not like in one week, not in three days, not in four days. I need like the appointment for the ultrasound must be like the first I catch. So uh, when they give me, I decide where, which is the first option that I have. And I uh, convince them to go to that place with me sometimes, most of the times, and otherwise with, uh, by themselves. But I am like, a, like around and calling them and I do the appointment for them. So, uh, and then they find the the counselor, the help, and also with the ultrasound is is different. Is how they uh, how they decide most of the times to have the baby when they really see that it's not just blood cells or not a, a, a um, like a a baby that comes with ill illness or with uh, difficulties of life because or with a sickness or whatever. They, te- they have told them to. And uh, then they decide to have the abortion or not. But mm. we are the first call. We are the first touch with the pro-life uh, movement. But we do not say that we are a, a pro-life in that moment. Mm. What we have is all the information. And then we explain to them the importance of life. Mm. And so how does that go about? Um, Because I imagine these women or men, as you said, are usually feeling a lot of confusion and and, uh, a lot of emotions. And so you said you the first thing you do is calm them down. But then when you get to the stage of explaining, maybe after the ultrasound, explaining why uh, choosing life is so important, how does that, uh, how do you go about that? Okay, by first, uh, in, in the first call, I have to tell them everything. Mm. It, is not, uh, it is not like I don't tell them about life, but it's not mm-hmm. the first moment when I have all oh. the information. The first thing that I tell the, uh, a lady or a man is to be careful with their lives, with their health, mm. that what they expect in few years to have. Mm. If they do an abortion, they have risks, they have very important risks that they have to really take care. Mm-hmm. And I try to, to tell them, okay, do not think about the baby that you're having. It's, and it's a baby. It's not a, a whatever, the, the pregnancy. No, no, no. It's a baby. So I say, do not think this moment of the baby. Think in yourself. Do you want to be healthy? Do you want to, to, uh, to have like, a great health in the do you know the risks that you have in abortion you have to think about the importance if you are doing an abortion to do like a very a wise thing not to do harmful things for your body and uh, like that i begin to speak, explain explain them to, uh, all the importance the importances that they have if and and the difficulties if they have of doing an abortion, mm. then I um, I tell them if they know. Uh, sometimes they say, "Okay, I am just one week of pregnancy," and uh, the other said, "No, I am eight months." <laughs> or sometimes I mm. have ca- cases that men call me and say, "Okay, my girlfriend has six months and she wanted to abort. She doesn't want the baby." So 
we have all the stages of the pregnancy mm. calling for our help. And the importance of life is so, 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 so deep for us that we have to transmit that for them, right? So um, when they are like like eight, eight, eight weeks, okay, do you know that your baby heart, uh, like your baby, uh, you can hear the heart of your baby? No, no, the baby, you, you just hear the heart like, when he's going to live, you say, no, 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 you, uh, your baby already has a heart and it has already all, all this uh, little lungs and all. And so I, I show them models or I, I read, I have my, my reading or the sea baby. I don't know if you have that app, the sea mm-hmm. baby app, you can show them or you can, um, if they are in the call, I can read all the things that the baby do, does like a special and, and like, or like, um, do you know that your baby can have hippos now? Hmm. And they, what? Like different things that are not normal that all the people tell them. Hmm. Like the, like the eyes of your, uh, like the um, eyelashes or, or explaining them like the nails or, or something that is different than than the people have told them, yeah. That uh, that I know that women uh, will feel like mm, like I I haven't I haven't heard about this or I didn't know about this or or something like that. So it is a very special hint of each stage of the pregnancy that we have with like like highlighters. And now uh, um, we have highlighted that that uh, that phrase or that word, and uh, I have all the all the paperwork, all the all the books around me each call, so I can uh, ask the Holy Spirit to help me and to see with the information that she gave me at first. I can see what he, what the baby needs and she needs. And I can tell them, I can tell them most of the abortions they want to do now are home abortions. They do not want to do uh, the procedures. They want to have just pills and to abort too. So uh, uh, I have like the 80% of the cases that they just want to have a pill and that's all, and, and end with that life. And it's not that simple. And yeah. it is very risky. So I have to tell them, not because of the baby. It's because of them by first. Mm-hmm. How worried I am because of her, of her, her health. And I also gave them examples of people that have done these examples and give them links or to search about people that had um, lose a lot of blood or that have to go to an ER and have been in the house. Uh, I, I told them, do you uh, really uh, know about the procedure you're, you're having or the pills that you're taking, the risk that you have? And that is one of the questions that most of them do not know. Hmm. So, so I, 
it is it is very um all the, all the cases are very different all the calls are very different but i think that um each person in each a uh, call needs like a special care a special a uh, time with them and when they feel that like you worry about them or what on the or or really you explain for them the harmful things that will happen to your body or to you in the future okay they begin to think and they say okay let's stop let's have an, an ultrasound so i think the the first catch and the first um the first moment that the importance of the moment is that they accept to have the ultrasound not only to see the baby it's because you need to know how is the baby and how which size is the baby and how is the baby in the uterus like placed if you have like a, a like a normal a normal pregnancy or any any disorder or anything that is not working a good like for them to think later for an abortion but first they have to see the reality of what are they living and what they are uh, having in that moment and uh, so they go no because of the baby to have the ultrasound they go because they want to see if the abortion will be safe Sometimes they go because they want to see if they have a baby in the uterus, or also they want to see if um, if they are not in the if, if the baby the baby is in the uterus, it's not in other places. Hmm. So um, it, it is very important to know that, and for them to to have that, it is like. Um, like a card, like a safeguard for them to know that um, they are doing the best thing for them, not for the baby, first for them. So that's why they accept. I see. Do you understand me? I don't know if I explain it. Uh, no, it makes perfect sense, I think. And um, because I guess it's a strategic sort of way to approach it, uh, kind of to convince her that, uh, or to make her understand that abortion is not, uh, there is very risky, uh, especially uh, whether it's a home abortion with pills or, or a surgical abortion, it's always uh, an invasive and uh, difficult harmful procedure, uh, mm -hmm. not just for the baby, but also for her. Um, for her future, for her right. future, for, for, for her life. So I told them sometimes, sometimes they say, okay, I have been doing this abortion thing uh, like five times mm. and I'm going to do it again, but I don't want it surgical. I want it with just with pills. So I say, okay, so my, you might be having like depression you might be having nightmares. You might be having sweatings. You might be having like difficulties to walk, or sometimes your leg may may hurt. Or something. and they say, "How do you know that?" And I say, "Because those are 
uh, symptoms that you're going you have when you have a, an abortion. This is a post-abortion symptom. It's a post-abortion syndrome. So they mm. get like what? It is very, it is like they do not understand that they have been passing through lots of things. And it is because of an abortion. Because when you do an abortion, you you can see really um, lots, lots, because there are like more like more than fifty symptoms that a woman and a man also can have after an abortion. Wow. And, and HLI does have the, for our viewers and listeners, our HLI has articles and videos about that, uh, those, the post-abortion syndrome and uh, other symptoms that uh, follow abortion um, uh, in many cases. Now, Adriana, I'd like to ask you whether um, when you do uh, get into um the conversation about, uh, you know, the second stage of, of kind of trying to express the importance of, of choosing life. Do you ever uh, bring uh, religion or, or God into the conversation or Always. does it depend? Always, Dad. This is a, oh. look, Good. I think that um, one of the things that it is the most important thing is for they, they know that they are the importance they have for uh, their life has for God. I told them, even when you were like a little lentil, like less than a lentil, God thought about you. So sometimes they say, oh, what did he think about me? So, okay, he thought, I'm going to do to this lady, the, the best lady in the world. I will place her in the in this family because the happiness that she can bring the sensitivity that she can bring the um, the care that she can bring to her mother and to her father will do an exceptional thing and will do a different thing and really i have to pray that much i have to go to mass daily and i have to be in grace to talk to this woman and to see like what does God want me to give them and to say to them the moment that they decide to have a, that abortion. So, so as I was explaining to you, when I say that their life are important, what they do not want in the future, I always tell them, you know, that when God decides you to be born, you, you do not know what your mom was passing through. And do you, you do not know what your dad thought but they were passing through difficult things and they say yes to life and you are here so some of them tell me i don't want to leave and it was better if they aborted me and i say no you cannot think like that what do you do so what what job do you have so i say maybe you can help your your partners maybe your help for your sister for your brother you're the happiness Give me one moment that you have like lots of love and remember that time. Can you tell me about that time when you were were very happy? So sometimes they share with me lots of intimate things and and traumas that they have had about their their, their uh, childhood or um, 
uh, sometimes they 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 share with me beautiful things. But I told them, you know that God created you because God thinking you even when you were a chia seed. Before you were a chia seed, he he thought the best of you. So in that moment, if the girl says, okay, I have the happiness with my brother and my sister because they were, uh, my brother and my sister are like, uh, they depend on me. So I said, okay, God wants you to, to, uh, to live in that family, to be part of that family because she knew, he knew that you will help your brother and your sister. It's like an example. You will plant these into the animals. You will be the helpful thing of your grandparent. You will be the light of the light of uh, your mother. You will be the help of your father. Or sometimes some of them do not know their mother or their father, or they, they have grown like alone or They have had difficult times. And I say, even in the difficult times that your mother and your father passed through when they were, when they had you, they decided for life. Because life is pressure and God has an, uh, an amazing um, a thing. He thought amazing in the baby that's inside of you. Hmm. Maybe he will be the light and he will hold your hand and he will help you. No, I don't want, big, okay, it's fine. But I have to tell you that we have to bless your mother and your father because you are here and you are amazing. And you have tried to help me today to learn. So you, I, you teach me about this today and I learned this from you. And this is amazing for me. And I thank you for, because you, gave an importance to my life today. Mm. So they feel like they are special. They feel like if God God really think about me, God really made me, God really thought that, yes, and he is here because we are together and we are talking in the phone, but he is here. He is in the middle of us. Okay, I don't believe in God. Okay, you don't believe in God. But if you want me to give you a hug, I can hug you through the phone and I can really uh, pray for you because I do believe in him and I do believe in miracles. And I always end my call with a prayer and to see the moment that we are meeting next time. Wow. Wow. That's so beautiful, Adriana. Um Do you have uh, follow-up conversations with them? Do you see yes. uh, them again? Wow. Yes. Yes. The next thing is that I am sure that they go to the ultrasound appointment. Yeah. So sometimes I have breakfast with them. <laughs> sometimes if they are in Miami. Otherwise, I try to connect them like in a three-way call or three-way video call or something. They yeah. always try to change their names. Mm. They chime instead of Adriana, Mary. Okay, mm. hi, Mary. It's it's fine. It, God knows her name. Mm. Okay, so um, but I introduce them to people that help us uh, nationwide for for the abortion, and it was very nice because look, I'm in Ecuador now, as I told you, and uh, we have 
affiliates also and collaborators that work with us worldwide. And these girls knew that I was here in our affiliate in, in Quito, knew that I was here in Ecuador. And yesterday I have an interview with a girl here and she was very sad. And I was like, oh my goodness, no, here in my, it was my vacation day. <laughs> but in my vacation day, gave me, God gave me the opportunity to meet to this girl and and it was an amazing morning. It was an amazing morning to like to discuss with her and to gave her like a little bit of hope of what can God make uh, different in yeah. her life. Yeah, that's mm -hmm. so beautiful, and we're so um, grateful for for. A witness uh, of someone like you, Adriana, who's helping so mm. many people in the in the U.S., in Miami, and in in, uh, in Ecuador, and everywhere. Um, what advice would you have for people who are considering joining this type of counseling? Um, Pro-lifers who want to get more involved, maybe some of our viewers and listeners, um, if you have any any advice for them, um, how they can get started. Dad, I think that we all are counselor. Uh, we all, all of us, all of us, the mm. people that can hear us, uh, the people on the streets, all of us, we are like uh, advisors of life. Mm. I think that in any circumstances, sometimes in church, sometimes in a game, sometimes in the movie, sometimes in a date, sometimes where wherever sometimes you have a friend uh, a relative uh, uh, just a person that you know that he wanted to abort or he's struggling with her with her or with his time mm. just a uh, first being grace go to mass being confessed um, taking the holy eucharist for me is like the it is like the the breath of what you say because if you're in grace and if you can speak with others god will use you the moment that he wants it's not when you want it's when when god knows and with the people that you know and sometimes when you smile and when you just hear to the other people just hear Sometimes they call, they, they just begin to talk. And you are so busy saying, no, 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 I have to run, I have to, okay. So they don't tell anything. But mm -hmm. sometimes if you listen and if you sit a minute with a person that needs, and that you're talking with a friend, right? And he needs to talk with something, is with for something, for like little, like I don't know what to cook today. You say, oh, what do you like to cook or something? And then they said, okay, I'm passing through a great big situation and I'm having this. But if you didn't say about the cooking of the day or if you didn't talk about that by first, they didn't uh, feel that you were listening. And so by the end, they do not tell you. So I think mm -hmm. that to, to be open, to listen to the people, we really need help. Uh, we really need, uh, all of us need to be here, 
all of what all of us need time, special time with others, with friends, with relatives, with the old people. The old people yeah. also pass through difficult situations. They want to end their lives as soon as, as possible. They do not have anyone to hear, hear from them. So we really have to be the ear of God. We yeah. have to really give little time. Our time is so precious. We, we are always, I am always in rush. I do not sit down and hear like sometimes my kids, sometimes my mother, sometimes my sister or brothers, but to give them your time, to be open to listen and to be in grace with God. I think that it is the most important thing to tell and to advise because you always, always, even the people that say, no, are you no? No, no. All of us can be a hint for God, like a element, like a savior, like a help, like the hand of God for a pro-life thinking or for a pro-life thing to do. That's so beautiful, so encouraging, Adriana, because I think you're right. Um, we all have this role to play um, at least with those who are around us, like you're saying, our brothers and sisters, people on the street, um, people we know, and elderly people, young people, children. Um, and so it's, and I, and I really like your emphasizing that we have to be in, in, in grace, in the state of grace and going to the sacraments. Uh, you know, yeah. I also um, go to daily mass and, and these other things. So I think that's really important to get involved in the pro-life movement. You have to first have the spiritual basis, the, the, uh, and sometimes, sometimes maybe you're not Catholic that maybe sometimes yeah. you're not Catholic, but you have God. If you, if mm. you are in contact with God, if you are, if you can be ecumenic and, and you can uh, transmit the best of your heart and the best of uh, of God through you. It's mm. the only the the time, the the dedication, the the purity of uh, not speaking because you know everything and you do no. It's just asking the Holy Spirit to act through you. Each yeah. time that I have a call, I do not say, okay, I, I know if, no, because it, each case is so different than others. Mm, yeah. And so I think that's, yeah. It, it is the best important thing to like, to be open, but like Holy Spirit, please help me with this. Our mother today is uh, 13th of May, Our Lady of Fatima, yeah. and uh, a very special day for, for us. And, um, Ask her to, like to 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 give us her hand and to like to guide us through the path that she wants uh, us to be in, so we can be near Jesus. Mm. And and Our Lady is like sometimes I say Ave Maria, Ave Maria, Ave Maria, and then receive the call. Sometimes uh, I really ask all all the time to be with uh, with uh, with the Holy Spirit or 
uh, I don't know uh, how do you say in in uh, in, in English, but uh, they are difficult, like uh, phrases that you say each time, like through the day, like uh, 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 Jesus, I trust in you. Like oh, yeah. uh, As do we say aspirations? Aspirations. Oh, okay. Aspirations. Okay, yes. <laughs> I learned a, a, a new word now. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so mm -hmm. uh, like continue doing that during the day, or you have lots of things that our our faith give us. And if you're not a Catholic, if you're in grace, you you can be in grace, and you have a purity of your heart. It is it is a call that maybe you have because God is calling you. And you're evangelic, or if you are Lutheran, if you are oh, any other, any other, uh, uh, in other church in in the world, you can uh, really, or if you try in a religion, if to be a, the best in your religion is the best thing to to be open to the to the word of the Lord. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you, Adriana, um, for all your advice. We're very grateful for your witness and everything that you um, can show us with your experience and teach us about these, uh, how to provide this kind of witness and, and how, uh, thank you for reminding us that really each of us is called to be um, uh, an advocate for life. Yes. And... Uh, So thank you for taking uh, time out of your your vacation here today <laughs> to talk to me. And um, uh, we uh, thank you so much. Do you have any final words, maybe? No, I just I just want to thank you, Ted, and uh, thank you for the opportunity of uh, speaking. And mm -hmm. I invite you to go to Miami and to oh, find yeah. us there. <laughs> It will be very pleased for us. You having. Uh, for for having all of you because it's not just you to have people there. We we love to to teach. We are uh, the educational Spanish speakers uh, in Latin in the Latin world uh, mm. for HLI, and uh, we have uh, brochures, we have CDs, we have books, we have pamphlets, we have lots of teaching about life that you can, uh, like materials that you can uh, learn, that you where you can like obtain information if you need or if you want us to, to have some more information, you can uh, write us. Uh, my email is Adriana, as my name with one N, Adriana, like Adrian, but with an A, <laughs> then mm -hmm. add, and then Vida Humana, like mm. human life in Spanish, vidahumana.org. Or oh, our offices in Miami are in Flagler and 71st Avenue. We are there all days and we mm. can help and we can pray and we can teach and we can share with you information and I, we can learn from you like a lot of things too. Yeah. Oh, wonderful. Thank you. And we'll definitely... Um, put those, uh, your email and the and address of HLI's Miami office in our description on YouTube and Amazon, okay. uh, those who are listening to the audio version on Amazon and Spotify uh, and uh, Apple podcasts. 
thank you all for either listening there on those audio formats or watching us on YouTube. Um, if you're there on YouTube, please like and subscribe uh, and uh, share uh, this podcast with your friends. We're very grateful for all of you for listening. And as Adriana has uh, told us too, please um, uh, keep on living the culture of life. Thank you and God bless. <laughs>